not a place I'd ever expect to find a scholar. Take it you're fleeing the war? Quite the opposite. Chasing it. I'm headed for the front. Tired of life? I seek knowledge, which I value more than life itself. I've a thirst no dusty old tomes can quench. I wish to see the Nilfgaardian invasion with my own eyes, understand it, and record it all in my chronicle, my magnum opus. Interesting. We need somebody to describe war, what it's really like. Not colorful banners and generals making moving speeches, but rape, violence, and thoughtless cruelty. Ah, I see you lack the polish of the Academy. Rape and cruelty are details of no import to the war's course. Trinkets on the garment of conflict, one might say. Hmm. Tell that to the people whose houses burned down. Jack Allison. And today we are talking about what is now an annual um, tradition. Yeah. Um, and it is, of course, everybody who's been online knows what it is. And that's Meltdown May. It is really fucking popping off out there. Like, I swear, I'm like going on Twitter like less. It just feels too intense right now. Yeah, it's too I, much of a Meltdown May. Like, I fuck. felt that I, I, I implored President Trump to declare it early in to meltdown may yeah it was it's, it's fucking just so, intense so many people were just like on fucking one for no reason yeah so i mean whatsoever god i guess we have to talk about some of these but you know it, it's been it has been just too much it has been too much it really has been well it's it swung back to being funny for me Okay. First, uh, you know, it started off like, oh, of course, this meltdown me is great. You have Megan McCain um, yeah. pretending to be Jewish, like yeah. even more. That's been fun. That's been a, yeah. that's been a fun element there. Going on, uh, Seth Meyers, her yes. husband Ben Dominic having his little meltdown May. Oh, his meltdown in May. response to it was <laughs> that was like a cascading inward meltdown May. Like that was a wonderful little uh, uh, kaleidoscopic meltdown that we got to enjoy there. Yeah, like what you love to see families melt down together yeah. this is the holiday for the whole family <laughs> for megan so and if you ben, missed it I'm just so happy yeah if you missed it megan went on seth meyers where he very deferentially very softly suggested that maybe megan is like being unkind to Elon omar who receives death threats um and constantly bringing up the the two tweets by the way seth is no hero here this is no. like the very this is like what it, it was truly such such so small like the fact that she can like get through an appearance with you know what the fuck where where was she she was on meet the press like that she can get th- with george stephanopoulos and shit like that she can get through an appearance there uh and not be asked these questions um is wild but anyway yes. so Seth Meyers very barely suggested that she was she's unkind to Ilan Omar. Uh, and yeah, Megan uh, melted down on the show, asked Seth uh, if he was Ilan Omar's publicist, which does show you at about what level, you know, uh, uh, Megan McCain 
interacts with discourse. She can't imagine someone having a political belief that wasn't handed to them by a publicist or being the publicist uh, uh, themselves, because uh, that's what her career has been. You know, people uh, get out there, they hand her a card and tell her what she thinks, and she vigorously defends it while turning redder and redder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so red, so very so dirty. red. Um, so then, very upset about it. You know, Don. John, what is his name? His name is uh, uh, of the Federalist. Uh, uh, ben Dominic um, gets very upset about this and, so, and s- says, like, Seth Meyers only got to where he is by gargling Lorne Michaels' balls. Uh, and then he calls him a cuck. And the funniest part to me is that he tags uh, Megan McCain's employer, The View. Can you, uh, uh, can you imagine, Leslie, if your wife got mad about something and tagged your place of work specifically uh do you think you'd still have your job if, uh, if she was going on Twitter being like, this person's like a cuck, like, stay at here we go at whatever. That is a good idea, actually. Now, <laughs> you say that, I should probably. Re- um, yeah, that would be nice. I, I would love for my wife to call my boss a cuck. That would. Be- <laughs> anyway, so that was a fun little meltdown there. That was a good time. Um, what else do we have? Nate Silver has been losing his fucking oh, mind Nate all Silver. month. Good lord! Oh, let's put let's let's roll the tape on Nate Silver. Man, <laughs> he is awful. He sucks. He's- so we are on. So Joe Biden is getting his like like post announcement boost, which is you know hefty. Joe Biden's doing pretty well in the polls here and there, um, specifically in the South. You know the states he would never ever 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 conceivably win in a general election, no. but he's getting like forty five percent in those states um, that he'll never win. Um, but yeah, you know Biden is enjoying a post election or post announcement bump, and Nate Silver has taken this uh, opportunity to completely uh, uh, to. Because he believes it vindicates anyone who was ever mean to him about Bernie Sanders being the front runner (laughs) for the many months before Joe Biden announced where Bernie was the front runner. Yes. I don't know what to tell you. Like there was like I'm not saying that Bernie is currently the front runner because he's not currently the front runner. I think we have a difficult race ahead of us. And like Biden right now is the front runner. But before Biden announced in the election and when Bernie was leading in the polls at that point, Bernie was the front runner. I don't know what to say. Like, it does not vindicate Nate. But Nate has been pissed off at the idea like uh, that anyone ever talked back to him about uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he's so mad and he's just grasping at straws for anything he can like talk about like shit on Sanders for uh like one tweet it, and it's just gibberish because nothing this man says makes sense his brain is mush he did not predict that election he got lucky and he's just been coasting on that ever since he has yeah. nothing whatsoever to add to the political discourse. I think what Nate Silver was is like exceptionally good at what Nate Silver uh is probably one of maybe one of the best in America at is predicting the 2012 election. <laughs> I think he's exceptionally talented for that one very specific election. Yeah, the you and that was a re-election. It was not like kind of a gimme, an easy yeah, one. You look back on it. It was basically like Obama won the states where he was polling best, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. It's like the 2012 election, like pretty much went the way the polls did. Like it just went the way the polls did. And so this guy who based everything on polling got that one right. Now, then it's like we've had elections since then where 
things don't go exactly the way the polling does. And lo and behold, he gets those ones wrong. <laughs> like he's just the guy. Like you know, whenever I uh, uh, whenever I like do an Oscar pool, I just bet like all the Vegas favorites like down the line, and I usually win. He's just that guy. <laughs> he's just the guy that like bets all the favorites, and then he's like, I had the best card. Yeah, so, like, he has nothing to offer. Like, this is an example of it. And he opens this with the uh, in all caps mini thread, um, as in tiny thread, mini thread. If you're someone on the left and you want to defeat Biden, right. a 76-year-old white guy, then maybe backing Sanders, a 77-year-old white guy, is not the way to do it. Right. So what the Nate, fuck does that even mean? And then Nate goes in. He like he like you know uh, where is that one? Uh, I I actually have to find that one. Um, like it or not, identity, race, age, yes. gender is a major aspect of what people vote on. And you're probably not going to persuade many voters to back Bernie over Biden on the basis of electability or leadership. Right. Those are disadvantages. Jesus. So here's the thing. Here's what Nate. Here's what Nate Silver believes. Nate Silver believes. That people choose which candidate they're voting for for president based on weekly polling and uh, and like how strategically they can attack the person who is leading in the weekly polling. Um, and uh, also identity, uh, Im- immutable identity. Yeah, polling being the only and thing. identity. Both those things are the mo- was two most important things that Nate right. Silver think will predict the election. Something that will change on a daily basis and something that will never change. Wow. Um, no wonder all he got... Um, 2016 so fucking wrong uh, yeah because he has I mean, no idea what he's talking about he is so excited that biden is like polling really well right now <laughs> he just like he's doing his victory lap now here in may 2019 yeah he's doing his victory lap oh yeah remember this so uh, um this was great too actually this was great from nate too uh um Nate Silver is responding to a post where someone is saying, here's Biden endorsing slashing Social Security. So then he responds, that's because the plurality of Bi- of Democrats aren't this obtuse and recognize that the policy stances Biden held as Obama's two-term vice uh. president probably tell them a lot more about how he'd govern than something he said in 1995. And then uh, Walker Bragman, who I guess posted the original video, said, probably a good time to point out that Obama offered up Social Security as part of his grand bargain. So... Yes, he like both in 1995 and in uh, his, you know, and in the administration he served in as vice president, uh, we can see that he wants to slash or, you know, is okay with slashing Social Security. Nate Silver responds, okay then, Mr. Bragg person, maybe argue about Biden's role in that rather than playing CSI C SPAN with video clips from 1995. This motherfucker Nate's believes mad. In, he believes in nothing. He, believes he really in, doesn't. He, nothing. Because so, even the the first tweet I read is like, if they're stra- if you're someone on the left and you want to defeat Biden, defeating right. Biden is not the goal. The defeating just defeating Biden is not the strategy. Defeating oh. Trump is the goal. No, no, no. And actually, not, the goal no, is like getting no, a left. The, to- no, the Trump is not defeating Biden. The goal is not defeating Trump. The goal is to get the policies that right. you want to be enacted. That's right. why you support a candidate. You're not thinking right. about who 
beating someone, you're thinking about, I want this to happen. So I'm right. going to vote for this person. He doesn't even understand that. Like he, for him, Sanders is interchangeable with Kamala Harris. If right. the goal is to defeat Biden or Trump. Right. <laughs> but if you well, that's actually- what I'm saying is like, he thinks people switch who they are like supporting in the presidential election based on like this week's polling and the demographic data that like it represents. Like it's not how any fucking human being thinks. And again, it's also like, you know, this is Nate Silver is like a sports guy. Like I look at all these tweets and even this like brag person tweet, which is like so obnoxious and yes. just him being like personal and like perturbed or whatever. Like if you look at it all through the lens of Nate Silver literally thinks politics are sports. Like, look through it like that. Like, this is just like him responding to like a Lakers fan and yeah. like being snippy about it or whatever. I really think that Nate Silver looks at the world of politics exactly as, as being exactly the same as sports, something where he doesn't really have a dog in the fight and he's just looking at like statistics and trying to be the most correct. And that's why last season doesn't count anymore. Ten seasons ago doesn't count. Now, it you would think, you, yeah, because the stats don't matter from 10 years ago. He's a new player right. joe biden he's for he's he's a new pro player he's changed he's got a new strategy he's, got, he's right. done some strength conditioning in the off season and now he no longer wants to co- cut social security i guess even though he's wanted right. to do that for years so none of those positions and policies he's had before matter at all according to nate silver his history yeah. as a politician does not matter according to nate silver convenient very fucking convenient yeah you know? i know well you, you can know. just show up uh now in 2019 come up come up with a new year new you um version and that's well, the only thing that you're going to be judged on we also by the way got the take from washington post that i knew was coming there's a uh a tweet went out today that's like uh uh, let me actually just read it verbatim. Uh, analysis. Biden is one of the most experienced politicians ever to seek the presidency. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do it again. We're just going to do it again, I guess. How? How We're just going to do it again. How? We're just going to do it again. No one cares about experience. You have the least <laughs> experienced president defeated the most experienced candidate. That's and also, by the argument. way, if you if what you have like if what you, you can't both of- say, you can't both say he's the most experienced candidate. And also, we can't regard anything that he said before today as being relevant it's like it's all just nonsense it's nonsense and act and you know if you're going to do your you know eight dimensional sports chess then maybe you would analyze well is experience what voters want is right. the, like why do you why do you come with the assumption that experience is what voters want? Like wh- what polling shows you that Nate re- really matters? He's like fucking. He's like Bill Simmons. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he goes on his podcast and he like makes a prediction about the election, and then he wants to like defend that prediction, like how sports guys do. You know what I mean? It's like I see Mitch and like Weiger getting in big fucking fights over like. Who's, who they said were going to win the NBA finals. And it's like, it's funny because it's, you know, it's like not about people's lives and people aren't like dying because of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I really think that like Nate is just like vehemently defending his like sports guy takes because he believes in nothing and has no ideology and like literally interfaces with this in the same way as, as sports. All right. Meltdown May. Wow. I'm melting down now. I know about about it's Nate cl- Silver. It, see, that's the problem. That's the problem with meltdown. I know it's May. contagious. You cannot, 
it is contagious. You, you have not- to step off. You have to step off. Like that's why I'm like the, the website is too. It's just I can't even like look at it these days. I'm There's been not a couple of times website. where I I've started to tweet and like, is this my moment? Like, yeah. have I like gone? Because when everybody else is melting down, like yeah. it lowers your inhibitions or at least fucks up with your perspective for what yeah. a reasonable thing to say publicly um, is. Yeah. I know there's somebody. I'm like, I'm not fucking Alyssa Milano. I can be like Jar Jar is good. All but right. like that could be your that could be your moment. All right. So Alyssa Milano, let's get to yeah. her. Uh, oh, my God. Me. What? A, you know, I, oh, let's say this. First of all. The abortion laws are fucking horrific. Yeah. Like, horrific. all of the new laws are absolutely horrific. The I Georgia almost had ban- a Meltdown May moment posting about the ban on abortion in Alabama. It, it would be yeah. more like a block and possibly a visit from the Secret Service <laughs> one. But I, thankfully, I resisted tweeting it. So um, I, let's yeah. just let's be clear here that these laws are fucking horrendous and like they're terrifying and like there's no there's no overreacting to these laws you know what i mean like i think that it, it is that bad like there is no, you can't overreact because it is that bad now what did Alyssa milano do leslie um she and you know i do want to be a little bit fair to her because i think the meltdown was later. The initial yes. call I agree, was, yeah. was bad, was not, you know, the best. Not because you out. always want to talk to, you know, activists on the ground, mm-hmm. which I understand Lisa Milano does on occasion, just not very well. And part that was part of the meltdown. But she called for um, a sex strike to protest, uh, for women to go on sex strike to protest these, the anti-abortion law in Georgia. Um, and I, I do want to be fair because I think, a lot of people even on the left were kind of dismissive of this idea as inherently silly and unfortunately i have to say it's not it it has a historical basis the sex strike right. does usually now here's the difference now it's usually in con- in places in country societies where women um don't have the right to vote and right. don't work outside the home so if you're going on if you can't vote then make possibly a sex strike is something to uh you may have to consider if you can't go on strike strike um, is something to consider. Usually the, the more successful sex strikes were ones that were coupled with like an, a strike strike, a, a worker strike as well, where women were doing both. There's, right. there is a history of this. This is very recent, like the play, the Lysistrata, which everybody is proud that they know what it is. That I was, don't know what it is. <laughs> that I don't was, know. <laughs> well, Everyone keeps saying like, it's Lysistrata. I'm like, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it does have a, it's a very recent history, sex strikes. I only, I only are, kind of want to clarify that because um in certain parts of the world it may be an actual option to Look. go with but georgia is not one of those places because um and this is the thing of course um 77 percent of white women voted for the governor who passed the law so it's not quite as like clean and easy right. and direct as a Hollywood actress saying, Oh, women should go on sex strike to protest this law because it's not really, it's, it's not going to be the most effective uh, means of uh, doing this. A lot right. of people had objections of it because they felt that it was reinforcing ideas of sex as, you know, transsexual, something men take and women offer, right. which is a, a legitimate concern as well. Uh, some felt it was, uh, you know, ex- uh, exclusive, exclusive, uh, exclusionary of, you know, trans and non-binary people. Right. 
all that all that stuff is a very fair point and things that Alyssa Milano should have been considering and talking to activists yeah, about I, I don't, before I, I just actually, getting on Twitter and saying this is what we're doing. Yeah, I actually saw the sex strike at first, and I was like, "Well, that's like I don't know anything." I don't, like I was like Alyssa Milano is like calling for a strike. Okie dokie, whatever. It was really only like when all when I started seeing like the pushback from like activists and everything yes. like that that I was like, "Oh, now we can go in." And now it's like uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, good." Like uh, I I don't know enough to say like whether it's a good or bad idea. I sort of take my cue from people uh, who are smarter than me about that shit. Uh, uh, who I'm, who I'm lucky enough to see on the, the Twitter website. <laughs> well, well, so the first problem for Alyssa to be the voice of this is, of course, that she just endorsed Joe Biden for president. Yes. That's yeah. like the first thing she uh, did. She did that like two weeks ago. And everyone was yelling at her because she is, of course, a big, you know, a prominent voice in the um, Me Too movement, mm-hmm. or is it supposed to be? And you have serial Joe Roper. Biden's a weird guy. Joe like, Biden. Uh, Kisses uh, girls' cheeks and sniffs their hair and shit. Weird guy. Yeah, a very weird guy, but she's personal friends with him. And so right. she endorsed him for president in spite of what that did to her standing and her right. perception as an activist. She didn't care. So she. My thing him. with the sex strike, even in general, is I'm like, I don't think you'll ever see a celebrity or any rich person ever advocate for any kind of like strike or action that would like really be hard for them that you know what i mean that would like impact their life like they're not like she's not calling for like people to not show up to work because she's not willing to do that and like also that means her assistants wouldn't show up to work and help her you know what i mean like i i don't think that you're gonna see anyone sort of advocate for anything that you know the the people that you know uh, uh run the corporations that run the media companies that they work for wouldn't like them to say and that's very relevant here because of course in georgia that's like the new hollywood now like right. Alyssa milano could have been calling on for a strike of her colleagues um instead of uh to say all right we're not working we're not doing productions in Georgia anymore, not just because this law is offensive, it's also like creates a safety hazard for any woman working on the working in Georgia uh right. under their banner. Like David Simon, who let let's be real, um is has lost lost his mind basically after 2016. But even he understood that as a producer that, you know, well, it w- might be irresponsible of me to actually, yeah. you know, produce shows in Georgia. Now, here's the thing, women on staff. Here's the thing. That is a very, very good point, right? And I saw a lot of people even making the sort of like economic argument of uh, – you know, that we shouldn't be going to Georgia, you know, and per- giving this boost to their economy and everything like that. I will say this. Uh, my understanding is that these uh, tax credit things are usually a scam that does not work out well for the state. Uh, so the idea, you know, <laughs> I think that ultimately Georgia is losing money on these Hollywood productions coming there. So it does get a little bit murky ethically because, you know, these productions are stealing money from the government. But you're right that they also uh, it does make for a. Uh, public uh you know a, a personal health uh uh issue uh, uh for anyone who uh, has to go there to work but there is a counter for it because stacy abrams has an organization and they're saying no please don't do a media strike boycott of our right. state so it's a complicated issue you got 
people, you know, trying to do the right thing on multiple sides right. here. It's and, a complicated issue, and, and that's it's like why, a big deal. And that's why you shouldn't just get on Twitter one day and right. say you're doing sex strike. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and like, more, that's why and you have to interface with local, you know, community leaders and like uh, the people that run like labor organizations and stuff like that. And what you absolutely, and if you do make the mistake of going on and calling for a sex strike, what you don't want to do is that when those local organizers push back and say this is bad, even contacting you privately, you don't yeah. want to have a meltdown. Maybe moment which yeah. Alyssa Milano absolutely did oh she very very did uh Alyssa Milano went from uh, uh tweeting about you know we're all hey ladies like we're going on a sex strike to like women like act like activists like responding to her being like this is not good for these reasons and let me just read this one of these replies from her I have to uh find it here sorry uh let's see she tweets a whole fucking lot she tweets a lot she tweets a lot. <laughs> Everyone's a poster. Everyone's a poster now. Everyone is a poster. Hate to see it. I guess she's donating $10,000 to grassroots efforts now. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, posters world. We live in posters world, and it kind of sucks to live in posters world. Let's see. Let's keep scrolling. Good Lord. <laughs> This woman posts so much. She posts so fucking much. It's actually unbelievable. She's a millionaire. She posts so much more than me. <laughs> I mean, she's posting she's so much. friends with you know, possibly the next president I, of America. And I can't even believe this. Uh, she's posting, 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 posting. I'm back now to May 11th. Good <laughs> God, she posts so fucking much. Uh, did she maybe... Let's see. Okay, here we go. Good Lord. <laughs> like a thousand posts later. I swear to God, Alyssa Milano is posting more than like I posted on something awful as a middle schooler. <laughs> and I had nothing like on summer break. I had nothing to do. That's what I'm telling you, Leslie. Uh, before we read this post from Alyssa Milano, I have to drive home one more time just how much actors are not doing shit so much throughout the day. They're just sitting around like waiting to do such a short thing. She even has like a stand in who will stand in when they do the lighting and stuff like that. So you're just waiting around all day. That's why all these people are such like hardcore lifelong posters is they're just on their phone all fucking day waiting to go on camera and be like, how could you or whatever and then like go right back to sitting down again anyway um so shannon watts who i guess was she's a woman who was recently named in an ad by the nra and has just been like enduring like you know horrendous harassment from everyone in the nra so that's great um response a sex strike get, also gives the impression that the primary function of a woman is as a body for heterosexual men to have sex with i'm not down with that Pretty normal stuff right there. Pretty normal stuff. Alyssa Milano replies, so you're down with women getting the death oh. penalty for obtaining health care? <sighs> so you're down with women getting the death penalty for obtaining health care, getting life in prison, re-implementation of ectopic pregnancies, Roe v. Wade being overturned. As long as they try to roll back our rights, every time we have sex, we risk jail time. Down with that? I had forgotten how bad this meltdown was, actually. This was quite the meltdown. There's a, there's a worse one, too, where she... Um... Oh, yes. We, we have to keep getting into it. So anyway, like that... So she's just, like, insanely hostile to this woman, Shannon Watts. And it is, like... She's saying, like, if you don't agree with my sex strike, you agree wholesale with every single thing that, like, these 
horrendous laws would entail. Yeah. If you don't stand with podcaster and actress Alyssa Milano and her like two second long like photoshopped image of a purple or of a pink X, um, then you stand with women getting the death penalty for obtaining health care. So this is like she's freaking out over like and then, but she starts doing the the thing like basically like what conservatives say like she also, like she is like sounds like out of the movie unplanned or something like that yeah. someone is like I don't I'm not gonna do this extract she's like be extremely careful if cool be extremely careful if you get pregnant and miscarry and you can't prove that you didn't miscarry on purpose you can get thrown in jail for a long time in Georgia so that one's um, and then like she's uh where the fuck is it it's like. And that's bad because her implication is that, like, unless you are do exactly what I say, then it's all going to be bad. I figured out the way to fix this and you have to do exactly what I say. Otherwise, this is all your fault. By the way, this is like part of the reason why they're like enacting horrendous abortion laws. Like, it's not because they like actually believe in babies. It's because they want like to have control over women's bodies and for women to be less, uh, I mean, well, it, it would be in their be term like promiscuous. Like they want women to be chased. Yeah, they want women to be chased and like wait until marriage. They like this is a moral issue for these people, and so that's what Alyssa Milano is basically saying. She's being like, "We need to be chased because these laws are so." It's like that's why they made the laws. Um, she's like, "Just be careful. Sex with cis men is very dangerous for women. We can end up in prison." In Texas, they offer they argued for giving women the death penalty if they get an abortion, and they make it harder to get contraception. Very risky. I'm like, I, I, you know, I get what you're trying to do here, and I get that you're trying to like raise awareness about how these like are horrible laws that target women, and I have to agree with that. Uh, but the context but, is that she's using this to shut down activists who are just saying we need to think. Uh, about Let's talk a about bit this more. Yeah. It's not like people saying like "fuck you." You know, it's right. this isn't important. This is people it's women, saying actually it's, too. Women it's women saying yeah. like "yes, this is important," but we this is not the right approach to come at them so hard and aggressive yeah. and basically implying that they support like these anti yeah. the abortion laws is just completely um, peak uh, meltdown. May I yeah. have to say? And well, the, then we have. Yeah. The Anoa thing is wild. Uh, so Anoa, I guess, emails with her offline. They like, you know, they're on an email listserv or something together, which, you know, I guess Alyssa Milano is probably on a lot of email listservs or yeah, whatever. And, with and I do want to say Anoa was emailing her, not necessarily, you know. Correct. All online, you know, emailing yeah. her, calling in, as you She said. called in. And so Alyssa Milano, in response, says, Anoa, offline, but feel free to share with whomever you'd like. Very important line right there. Yeah. Very important line right there. Feel free to share with whomever you'd like. I know you don't like me. It's obvious and super cool. I'm okay with that. What the fuck? That's just insanity to begin with that you're emailing a like activist being like, I'm that's cool. Like you hate me, but that's fine. Whatever. Um, I've been shooting in Georgia for over two years. My children are registered in school here. As such, I've been working uh, extremely close with the Democratic legislators fighting this bill and extremely close with those in this space who are fighting 15 of these bills throughout our country, throughout the country. I'm also the national ambassador for reproductive rights for the ACLU. So it's like just pulling rank for an entire paragraph. Nothing I do goes without thoughtful consideration and preparation. So just you cannot complain about anything Alyssa Milano does. 
If Alyssa Milano does anything, you can rest assured that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And, um, and then when Anoa shared the email, Alyssa Milano like uh, went at her again. This is a big famous celebrity and was like, I can't believe you doxed me and my children. How dare yes. you like share my email that I said you can share with anyone? Uh, like yeah. completely ridiculous. Um just I have to say I have to say briefly though, uh she also wrote in the sentence this is from Elizabeth Alyssa Milano wrote. She said, I also speak with Stacey Abrams daily. And she did misspell Stacey Abrams' name. <laughs> she didn't put the E in there, but she just did S-T-A-C-Y. So she did drop the name. She was like, I actually talk to Stacey Abrams every day and uh, didn't spell the name right. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, Mil- so, yeah. And uh, she's still on the one. She was just on, like, Cuomo's show, like, today. And here's a good quote. This is why you should probably... Actually, she should probably actually be talking to activists every day. Um, the, a quote from Alyssa Milano. Um, I don't think there's a human on the planet that's not pro-life. Nobody wants to get an abortion. <laughs> fucking Nobody. We are all pro-life, but there are certain circumstances that we cannot avoid. You are giving it. <laughs> oh, geez. She, you're a, she's, one, she's a conservative. She's just a conservative. She just thinks they're going slightly too far right now. <sighs> like that's not how we talk about. They it. give away the they give away the farm. It's like they're like now we only want to fight for abortion in extreme cases. It's like why? Why are you out there saying that? Like, <sighs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's, it's awful. <laughs> By the way, awful. the thing where she was like, "You've doxed me and my children," or whatever. She also tweeted out multiple times that she had her kids enrolled in school yeah, in Georgia. Yeah. Oh yeah, she said that so, she has said it publicly multiple yeah, times. Yeah, she has said it publicly. Um, she also said that her email address was visible in it, and I saved the the uh, email uh, the thing. And if you like, really up the brightness it, in Photoshop, it depends you can on your see phone. that it says uh, that it says Alyssa at partisan not or patriot not partisan dot org. It depends uh, on your which is like a web like a company she's working it de- for. It does depend. It, it was very visible to me while he would just like clicking on it. I think that but at the very least, like, though, but it's she not her like, personal email. It's not a personal. And that's also not doxing either. Yeah, it, for her to very specifically have tried to cover it up, even if like it didn't work properly. Yeah, it's just a, a not. Uh, it's like some people don't have their monitors' brightness properly adjusted. That's basically. By the way. All they- it's also like she was doing the thing where she was like, she, basically by saying that, like, can you retweet it without those things blocked? She's like, can we like delete this post that's going viral about how I suck yeah. or whatever? Uh, which this is an even smaller hypocrisy, but right at the top of it all, someone like responded to her sex strike thing and was like, you should say like cis women or something like use the word cis or something. And she was like. Um, if I could edit that, I would, but I can't do it or whatever. So I'm like, well, you just yesterday you were saying you can't take down posts uh, because of making small changes. Yeah, uh, another victim of meltdown. May meltdown may is not just online; it is on our television screens, and oh, this wow. is a meltdown. May I was super happy to see. This is what brought me back into meltdown. May and got me happy, <laughs> and then it brought you know a lot of people had their own meltdowns about this. And oh, of course, yeah. of course, I'm talking about now my girl. I like her now. I like her now because she's she's being real. She's being her real self. She's being her true true to herself, and that's what we all want from people, from our characters. And of course, I'm talking about. Daenerys, Daenerys drone strike Targaryen, (laughs) first of her name, 
Wow. Latest she war King's Landing into Yemen. Yes. Slay Queen. Slay yeah, Queen. So look, you know, um, Game of Thrones is bad. Let's start just by saying Game of Thrones is bad. Well, Jack, I actually really enjoyed this episode. So I look, really enjoyed this episode. I like the episode, too. Now, do I think that they earned Daenerys, like, losing her mind? Uh, I don't really. But they're not talented enough to do that. They don't know how to do it. I still appreciated seeing it. You know what I mean? I almost, like, tried to enjoy this episode, like, on an island, you know, not thinking about what got us here. Because it is, like, a big spectacle and some crazy shit goes down. You know, I I disagree slightly. I think... Like the editing on this particular episode, if they had edited it better, like it would have been like you, you tie the deaths, the death of Missandei more directly to and the, and Drogon, which come on, fucking Drogon. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the dragon. You, die, you tie those deaths more to her state of mind just with like some ed- right. better editing. That right. makes a little bit more sense. That makes it a little bit better. You don't have John just stand there and do fucking nothing while they burn Visaris. Like everyone should have been kind right. of creeped out by it. But that's, you know, that, I feel like that's kind of minor. All the pieces basically were there to justify in this episode. Look, it's and, what happens. It, it definitely is what happens and, at the end of the story. And more importantly, now this is the important, the real, the meltdown that happened offline for these people. This was something I saw coming and everyone should have seen coming. She was always evil and creepy and bad. You never should have named your kids Khaleesi. She was always going to be a villain. She was always a villain. I don't know how you could watch this show and think she was a good person. And I'm so glad that I have been vindicated. Yeah, I, I mean, look, like, do I think that it got us? I don't think that it got us there in these last couple episodes, and everything just feels so wildly out of character Every, on this well, show. I would say everything is rushed. Every, yeah, everything's rushed. Everything is rushed, and it subsequently makes everything feel kind of out of character. It feels like the characters are just, like, saying, like, what they need to say for the story to get through that particular beat, like, yeah. nice and quick, you know? Uh, so it makes everything feel kind of hollow, and the characters feel a little out of character and everything like that. But look, yeah, like... Daenerys started her fucking story by like burning a like Romani woman, pretty much. Yeah, she you know burned I mean? a rape victim alive. Yes. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah, uh, like a, that's the first thing she did when she got power. The thing yeah. she did before that was what was like let her brother get a, fu- a crown of gold melted on his head because he's a fucking right. asshole. Like, right. I, I like. I know Game of Thrones is supposed to exist in kind of this brutal dark fantasy world, but there still is like sadism still matters, right? Sadism is sadism right. is still a sign that you're a bad person. By the way, Game let's continue. Let's continue with her arc because they like do it every couple of seasons. Yes. You know what I mean? Like then it's like. Um, she went to the Dothraki homeland and like burned the entire Dothraki. She killed all like, the cows. She killed all the cows who weren't yeah. going to let her rule. She murdered yeah. all the local right. leaders. Um, yeah. the Bathus party of there <laughs> of the yeah. Dothraki, and she killed them all to take over. There was no like higher calling for this. She burned, and she didn't just kill them. She burned them alive. I, I, also, I we should not be saying kill. We should say burn alive. Right. Villains burn people alive folks this is right. not this ain't new shit you have seen fantasy yeah. before dragons are not the good guys i would also say that you know we also uh, uh throughout the entire series it's like 
there has been it's actually really fucking weird and always has been weird to me that people like back you know Daenerys's claim to the Iron Throne because yeah. it's very like royalist. It's very very it's like nothing more than that. Like the Targaryens are 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 colonizers. The Targaryens are colonizers come from High Valyria who like took over uh, Westeros from King's Landing because of their superior firepower. Like they are like the Europeans coming yes. to America. Like they like so she has no claim to the throne just as like no royal no like actual royal line has any claim to any throne. Like it's been weird from the beginning that people are like she's the rightful ruler of like fucking Westeros. I'm like cut you believe in like kingships? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's so every every turn she's always been obsessed with like coming to this land that she knows nothing. Yeah, really about hers, people by birthright by birthright she wants to con- and like she takes over one continent to like just a- to like get a- build an army so she can take over another that's just being a conquering asshole like that's yeah no i mean <laughs> she freed the slaves but to like be slaves yeah, to conscript like, them right she made them into indentured servants i guess instead or yeah conscripted soldiers um I mean, the imagery, of course, of her like riding atop like the mat, the writhing math of sla- uh, mass of slaves, like you know, like bringing her body over them. She's like bright white uh, in the sea of like the brown bodies. The most racist image in anything in the past thirty years, possibly. I mean, unless you look at it in the context of like. Unless you actually believe that they, it was intended to be that way, you know well, what I which, mean? Yeah, now that maybe it was, maybe I'm like, if that's like, you know, I don't think that they. I just think that they don't. They're not like, smart enough to figure it out. They're not that but, smart. But at, there, there's no reason for you not to be that smart as a viewer, and all the people who are flipping their shit. Like, I don't know what show you were watching, right? But she was always vindictive, obsessed with ruling, obsessed with power. And like, even when had Danny ever like been good, she like freed the slaves ish. But like, other than that, she's a fucked up leader and like a, and an, you know, an, uh, uh, an autocrat really. Yeah. And, and like, and, and not for nothing, like this whole season, you know, there's been every episode of the season has been a scene where the characters stare into the camera and basically say, she's crazy. We need to fucking kill her before she right. does something. And then like John or uh, Tyrion just say, yes, we probably should kill her, but she's our queen. So let's, I'm just going to stand here and do nothing. Like that has been the argument in every episode. It's never been, she's good or, you know, she's, she's actually is right. It's like, yeah, I see your point. She is a problem, but we, we have pledged ourselves to her. It's all about loyalty, right. uh, for them and they, um, pay the price for it. I really think the biggest disappointment of Game of Thrones is like the quick resolution to the White Walkers. Yeah, that's <laughs> the disappointment. Insanity. That's the thing to get mad about. <laughs> I mean, the re- really, like, I don't think I think we were rushed to get here, but it does fit the rest of the entire story. Like the White Walkers just being like going from this thing that is like, you know, that's the real threat. It's going to overwhelm all of humanity to just like something they like dealt with one night with just like not that many people <laughs> like yeah. uh it was that's really a very bad episode of tv i would say i'd say it's cool it's got a lot of effects i would say that that episode to me is like the harry potter ride or something like that it's like it's like you go on these like theme park rides or like like uh, it's like uh john at the beginning he's like um 
the White Walkers attack are attacking the Northern Wall. Like, can you help us as we try to save? Like, and you just see all the characters. Like, they won't stop coming or whatever as you like float through the castle or whatever. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> Thank you. You defeated the Night's King and stabbed his heart. Like, now will you join the Night's Watch? <laughs> it's it's. I I have to say, you know, I think this show is bad. It has been bad. Been awful past couple seasons. This is the first episode, like, I was really into me and Kelly were watching it and we were so angry, but like angry at the characters and yeah. not angry at the writers. And that is like a good thing. Like, they, it doesn't bother me. Look, uh, this episode, I'm like, they still don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. And they also, just tonally, it's like, <laughs> Arya sees like a like shining white horse oh, that so, she gets on yeah, and just some rides people like that for some reason. I was like, uh, like this show is like just, cartoon that just world. Really corny to me, but <laughs> like that scene is in so many other things that are yeah. better. Um, Look, but what? I'll say this: I think now, you know, all of the fans of Game of Thrones are completely unsatisfied with the ending. Oh, They're all great. really upset about it. They're all pissed off. They hate the creators of the show with their being like like, you know, their mortal fucking enemies are the creators of the show. The TV show fans are finally book fans. Now. <laughs> We're all one and the same. We truly are like they did it. Like I was saying, I said on Twitter earlier, maybe Benioff and Weiss were the right guys to adapt this now <laughs> because now the fan base hates them forever for the rest of their days. And we all get to not get an ending to Game of Thrones. Awesome. Awesome. And. Let's get into some of the meltdowns. They usually, oh yeah, they, uh, there was really one really good one that encapsulated kind of everything that people were kind of nibbling around for why they were mad. And uh, this is from uh, our girl Candace Aston. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, she's a great poster. One of our favorite posters online. If you yeah. haven't been blocked by her, you should follow her and just she's wonderful. Um, I'll just quote her. I'm so fucking mad right now. Game of Thrones has been a waste of my life. Gotta be white guys that ultimately saved the day after years of women killing it. There's still women. Uh There's still other women on the show. Sansa's still on the show. Did you figure? Anyway. Right. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Women ultimately can't be trusted. Except for Sansa and Arya who are still good. Let me find out the riots are Trump supporters. Or or Bernie supporters, okay? If she finds uh-huh. that out, she's going to fucking fl- really flip she's out. She's going to flip her <laughs> really shit. Uh, you think I'm mad about Game of Thrones now? Ooh, you'll see. <laughs> oh, this one's kind of sad. I'm literally... Hey, by the way, <laughs> you mentioned this on the other show, but... I, I thought it was only Star Wars fans who were toxic <laughs> yeah. and who flipped their fucking shit. And I thought it was only because they were, like, sexist. It's not because, like, we all live in, like, baby pop culture world and everyone takes fucking pop culture way too seriously, including me. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, it just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought there was only Star Wars Maybe there was some people. kind of universal thing about, you know, this, you know, fucking how awful it is to live under capitalism. And all we have are these, you know, cartoon products <laughs> that ultimately disappoint us because of capitalism. I don't know. May- yeah. Maybe, maybe there's perhaps, something to that. Perhaps, um, Candace, this is kind of sad. I- I'm literally crying right now because a de- decade of my life has been wasted on the show, ultimately guided by the white male v- viewpoint. Uh huh. I mean, did you could have looked up who was writing the show? 
You could have looked up who wrote the books. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what to say. Like <laughs> the books have been out, I, I believe, since you were born, Candace. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like there was probably if you really want to watch stuff that is not from a male viewpoint, that's acceptable. Um, you can find out who does everything. You know what I mean? You see the credits on every episode, yeah. right? They, they they talk after the show, like the two like yeah. shittest <laughs> white men on the planet talk and explain yeah. how they didn't even who, by the understand way, their own show. They get the next Star Wars. It's all coming together. It's all coming up struggle <laughs> session, folks. It's all coming up struggle session. It really is. I'm like, God damn. Like the, the struggle session unifi- unifying view of media continues to be vindicated. I, d- d- Disney owning Hulu, the fucking Benioff <laughs> and Wise owning I know. Star Wars. It's like, we've been telling you, folks. Yeah, we've been saying it, everybody. We've been saying it. Oh, well, I, we've been proven right. And poor Candace. Just I I just hate to see the innocent victims in all of this who don't listen to struggle session. All of you guys, I know, Candace, you, you know Easton, better. If you, if you subscribe, if you would just subscribe to this show, at least it all wouldn't feel so perplexing to you. At least it wouldn't be so confusing. And Candace said, "I just rage ate an entire pizza to prove my point. I hope you learned your lesson." Candace, you could have taken that money that you spent on that yeah. pizza and subscribe yeah. to struggle sessions for just five dollars a month. It's literally the cost of, of, of the Little Caesars pizza that you just ate alone because yes. you're mad that uh, Daenerys actually was Hillary, was yes. Hillary all along. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't even get to that point. Like, So for all these years, we've been seeing the memes, the memes, the memes of Hillary Clinton as, you know, the, the queen mother of dragons. Mother of Dragons is the name is what you would call a demon. A villain. A demon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you would call a demon. Okay. Right. That, there were hints. They were in like the first stories ever written. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like primal a name that is. Oh God. But they And then as it turns out, you know, uh um Hillary or er, er, Daenerys um, had adoring supporters who she was willing to kill out or uh, who, who she was willing to uh, sell out and kill as soon as she got power. So, I mean, it works. <laughs> or, it does or work. Even, it absolutely does or work. Or even like before that, again, this is why people should assume. What was she doing? She was invading a foreign right. country to take it over. Over and over. I, yeah. I, I can't believe like my mentions kind of went wild with this. I can't believe how many people. Like smart people, political people would say shit like, but she, but she wasn't willing to kill civilians before. I'm like, motherfucker, what do you think a war is? What do you think a war is? What did, what did the Dothraki do? How did they live in state five? They rape women, kill the men and steal all their shit. That is right. their culture. That is like she was like running the Dothraki for a while, and she was like, "Don't do quite so much of it." Don't, yeah, exactly. That's all. But that's <laughs> how they survive. How, when they brought all those Dothraki over the sea on those boats and all those unsullied, what the yeah. fuck do you think they were eating? Were you? Do you think they all started <laughs> farms on their own, or did they fucking pillage other people and take all of their their shit to feed themselves and arm themselves, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. That is what a war is. The one the be, for, when the best lines in Witcher 3 comes very early on. Uh, the Witcher goes in this tavern and he meets this um, basically a historian, a guy or uh, a journalist who's going to write about the war and the Witcher says, you know, 
don't just write about the great men and their speeches too. Write about mm. all the fucking, uh, write about rape and all the fucking, and all the townspeople who are, all the peasants in the fields who are going to get their throats slit for no reason. Write about that too. It's not right. all glory. None of it is glory. Like this is what a war is. It's actually, I actually feel like Game of Thrones, you know, really took it easy with this, this recent oh, arc. It did. Like there should not in the books, not in the there books. could have been a lot more. There should have been a lot more fucked up shit happening throughout this whole um invasion of another continent uh, and they saved yeah. it till the end but this is what happens in war like some people were saying that they hoped oh maybe she would just accidentally do it well that's not that's nothing yeah i saw that take two and i was like that's bizarre Why would you <laughs> that's like, like she would be so you just want like no resolution like no sort of arc to have happened at all she just, uh just I I don't know what. Oh no! I like accidentally kicked my dragon on the side, and he <laughs> yeah. killed everybody. Like, uh, like now I have to rule the ashes. By the way, so what? This show's just going to end with like Arya is like a freedom fighter, and like the new Targaryen kingdom or whatever. Fuck me! I I don't know. I don't think so. Um, you know, people people got so mad at me that they started sending me spoilers on Curious Cat just for saying that. Like, I have watched enough of the show to know that Danny was a bad guy. Like, people got furious at me. I I don't understand because I I actually haven't watched most of the show. I've only watched maybe thirty twenty five thirty percent of the episodes, wow. but I was able to figure it out. Y'all fucking weren't. I don't know. Guess that's why wow. I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why you have a podcast that's why you're qualified we had to take the podcast test before we were even allowed to get a sound card so you know yeah uh you're you you ranked uh highly proficient in take having and uh, without watching media the media. understanding <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so meltdown me it's i've come around on it i was you know begging trump to do something to stop it because it was the milano thing was the one that was really just like (laughs) so ugly for me but leslie you know you're saying that now do you realize that we're only literally halfway through meltdown may today halfway through we we still have actually more we have 16 more days of this to endure so you know you might you might uh you might be careful what you wish President for. President Trump, please shorten the month. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this one a February. Let's make it a February, President Trump. Come on. We know you listen. All right. Have a good one, folks. Peace. All right. Goodbye.
like what you hear, want to hear more, check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or strugglesession.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.